I was like hustling since I was like 12. I knew I made it when. Well, when I got my, my mom into a space where it was better than they got themselves into. Like to new house, new, where they don't have to work, things like that. And I feel like that's the biggest thing I accomplished. See, the most expensive thing we spend is time. This is why even the, the, the biggest punishment you can receive is time. So you're gonna have peaks and valleys or have things change in your career at, the, at a point and you feel like, is it at a high or is it at a low? You don't, can't even. I never wanted to be someone different. I wanted to be a better version of me. Like to have, not have the restraints that I had. You know, and when you come up without finances, it seems like the biggest restraint. And uh, it makes you make that financial or money focus. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm feeling like that's the answer, but there'll always be new confusion or new situations that show up. I believe depression is a luxury. Tough situations, like still look at it like I got to get up and do what I got to do regardlessly. I can't not do what I got to do. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll work depressed. Or when I'm, when I'm feeling those feelings, I say I just don't feel good, but I still do everything. I'm supposed to do for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just is not acceptable in the, in the early stages. So you look and you go, if you felt those feelings and you felt like you was depressed for whatever reasons, you still got up and did what you Anybody who has a long enough career has peaks and valleys, you know? And then with, with the upsides and the downsides, you, you just work through it. But every time you're in a position where you feel like it's going down, it's only for it to go back up again. I, mm -hmm. I watched it happen repeatedly. It goes, goes, it goes down, then it goes up higher than it was the last time it was up, every single time. I think the only thing that separates people is their passion, right? And when you become really passionate about something, you can work at it until you're good enough to you're on that top level of performance. So like if you see Sometimes people, it may be some sort of genetics involved with it, but when you see fighters, like you see Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather Sr. is what inspired him and created that passion and made him turn into what he is. And Kobe Bryant, his dad was professional, was a ball player too. And you got uh, Venus and Serena, they dad helped him out. And you have people around you that can help you get the right information or help you do it the right way early that you can actually become good enough to do it. You start to think about what you're genuinely after, and that's happiness, you know? So I'll always pick a new goal and, and move forward in different ways. So I think ambition is a tunnel that you run through that doesn't end. Anyone who's extremely focused is, is considered, could be considered ruthless at points. Because if they get in the way where I'm trying to do what I'm doing, I just knock them out the way. Well, the most ruthless people or, that you run into are going to be people that are just focused and not necessarily taking your life into consideration while they're taking theirs. So it's like the district attorney's office that she wants the conviction so she can move up and her career can be good. She'll give you 100 years. And you look and go, why? Why so much? Like, why you had to do that? And it was like, what? You did it. In her mind, it's her doing her job and her moving up to the next level, and she'll just knock you over. You just become collateral damage. When things start to spread, and they're aware that you, you're active or you're doing what you're doing, he's calling me too. So, you know, if you think 
it's going to be a one-sided situation, you're wrong. You just got to make sure you go so hard the very first time that there's not a, a time for them to come back. All we do is look at everybody have it all day come through the feed. It's great, yeah. yeah it it kind of makes people feel like there's not much. Because some people look at it like you came to remind them how much you have. The other way is to remind them how much they don't have. So they're angry with you for having it. I don't care what everyone thinks about me. If I did, I would be a mess. And you look and you say, you think I care about that. Because when I can hold on to the success that I've had and the things that make me feel good, if you haven't had that success, what do you hold on to when I say it back to you? Like the people come to you and they got anger and it, it's really coming from somewhere else. Like the, their road rage is putting your middle finger up back at them because if you do, they may be already at the edge and they're going to crash and you just caused them to crash into you when they would have crashed into something else. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I look at it like that, I go, let me just control when I'm aggressive about things. And then when I do do it, it's calculated. So now I mean it when I'm doing it. When you look at cinematography itself, it's, it's art imitating life. Yeah. And when you see people uh, make choices, that it could have been choices instead of power, but power means the same thing mm -hmm. in every language. I think money's root all evil. But look, it'll make you do things, the lack of it, but when you look up and you see uh, people that have uh, what you would view as uh, financial freedom from that perspective mm -hmm. and that's the route that they took it, it feels like the way to go like, mm -hmm. it doesn't have requirements it does, and then for a guy that when they're starting this in the, in the youth they're starting this at an age that they're not even responsible for their own behaviors yeah a lot of the stuff that we see like the criminal activity stuff in gang culture mm -hmm. it, it'd be young guys that um they haven't developed their consequential thinking yet yeah I don't think they really know what, the, what they're doing. Like, there's a lot of wet pillows in prison. Yeah. Like, under the circumstances of being incarcerated while they're alone. Yeah. They're crying, but they're not doing it in front of anybody. They already been bumped around enough. They're damaged. Mm. They're damaged enough by the experience that even if they make it, they won't make it if they don't figure out how not to be who they are right now. Mm. They have to turn into something b bigger and better as they go with the new information and new opportunities, new things that come because they really street, they really out there. If I could skip the, the hard parts that I went through, I'd skip it. You know, this is the things that your parents or that your people around you would try to help you to avoid. You know, telling you early, nah, you don't want to do that. Nah, you don't mm -hmm. caught up in that. And then there's a lot of stuff that's there. Like, I would avoid them now. Look, look, they didn't even, they're not a part of, they may be a product of, the success because a part of my temperament comes from it and the experience and how I view things, but it's not a part of the actual success. I'm being successful doing things that are a lot different from what I was doing at that point. Where well, you was going to get the information from? To think outside of that environment mm -hmm. and, and see that the you know, possibilities of different things that you might want to do and actually be able to find information to occupy yourself with, with learning it. I learned so much about myself over that time because if you ask me to make a wish now, I'm just going to wish for more wishes. Because I need to feel the, the confirmation of success repeatedly, like at different points. Like some people can hit the lick and go away. 